Yes, indeed, everyone. Welcome, welcome, welcome to the Dr. Pat Show. This is Talk Radio to Thrive By. And, by the way, this is our this is an incredible health hour that we have created for all of the Dr. Pat listeners. And I want to say, coming right out of the gate, uh, we have started an entirely new health segment on all of the networks that we broadcast the Dr. Pat Show. For those of you that want to find out more about us, find want to find out about the 15 hours of live radio that we are doing every week. Very easy to do it. Go to my website, www.drpatshow.com, D-R-P-A-T-S-H-O-W.com, drpatshow.com. Check it out. You can search on topics. Um, You can search on names of people. It's phase one of our new website. We're getting over 300,000 people a month coming to the website. And as we like to say on this show, we are creating a new landscape for talk radio, especially for women. And so I want to welcome everyone to the show. I've been doing a series that I'm very passionate about, and that is a series about cancer, about what it is, about what it isn't, about what's available in terms of treatments, in terms of healing, presenting both sides, uh, both conventional and alternative functional medicine, and bringing conversations to the table not only from physicians, but from people like Olivia Newton-John, who went through her own cancer battle, the people at the Kokolulu Ranch on the big island of Hawaii who uh, help help cancer survivors um, after uh, they have gone through the process. They've created a phenomenal aftercare retreat. And so this is about thriving. This is about not letting any disease, any illness stop you in your tracks. And so let me tell you a little bit about today's show. We have uh, joining us today uh, an incredible, an incredible, incredible doctor. Dr. David uh, Nathanson is joining us as an award-winning breast surgical oncologist and the author of the new book, Ordinary Miracles, Learning from Breast Cancer Survivors. This is no-nonsense advice. This is coming from someone that has said, I've got something to say about this, and this is what people are waiting for and listening to. Dr. David, thank you for joining the show today. Thank you for having me, Pat. I, I have a question that I ask all of my guests, and I wanted to come out of the gate and ask you this question. You have been practicing and you have seen changes and trends and things happening in the healing, in the world of healing, and yet some people talk to me right now about the challenges, the challenges that there are out there for some people to get the truth, for some people to get um, different ways of healing. And so my question for you is, in taking your message out into the world, what are some of the challenges you've had to overcome to bring you to this very moment? Well, I think that for me personally, it was uh, being being taught by uh, old-fashioned uh, professors in medical school and also being taught as a resident in surgery and a fellow in surgical oncology that one had to uh, use the paternalistic method of treating patients. In other words, patients were told what to do and they had to follow the advice of the, of the physician. And what I've learned over my time as a physician uh, is that that's really uh, not a good way for people to 
to feel um, empowered, which is a word that I like to use, empowered by knowledge, empowered by education. I think people who want to uh, get better from an illness, particularly like breast cancer, uh, need to have information that they can uh, process and digest and think about and discuss with their family and friends. And when they, when they feel comfortable with that uh, pose, then I think that they, they become much better at, at uh, taking the treatment that is offered and also being allowed to decide what's, what they think is best for them. You know, Dr. Dr. Nathanson, I've talked to hundreds and hundreds of people, and women are scared to death of breast cancer. And from where you sit and from what you've learned and from what you are bringing out into the world, what can you offer them in the way of hope and in the way of putting their fears aside? I think it's a natural thing to fear the consequences of a diagnosis of breast cancer, and this is exactly what happens to everyone who gets the diagnosis. But what I've seen over my career is that the chances of cure have vastly improved uh, compared, for example, to 30 years ago. A woman with early breast cancer, if she had asked the question, uh, Doctor, can you tell me how what my chances are of being alive in 10 years, the answer would have been about 68%, 67%. Mm. That same stage of disease now, in 2007, if a person were to ask that same question, we can honestly say that as a result of, of uh, treatment that has evolved and is much, much better, that now it's better than 90% chance of being alive without cancer in 10 years. Now, those, those are extremely important numbers because that tells you uh, directly uh, exactly where we've come in 30 years. I, I think for many people, you know, it's almost as if we're moving through a phase where the idea of breast cancer is coming into the mainstream, not from the perspective of, uh, will I get it? But one woman said to me the other day, for me, it's a matter of when. And yet you've brought to the table some incredible stories in the book, um, that you, your new book, Ordinary Miracles, Learning from Breast Cancer Survivors. If you uh, could talk a little bit with us about um, some of the people that you've um, seen go through the stages, heal, and take their lives into the mode of thriving. Is there anything you've been surprised about? Well, um, I think that for me, seeing the, uh, the optimism that evolves over time, and it doesn't happen immediately, but certainly if, if people are given enough confidence in their uh, health care providers, which is what we try to do in our system, and they go through the treatments and time goes on and they find that they really are over the, the fear that they originally felt, the absolute desperation, 
then uh, it's a natural tendency for people to begin to hope that perhaps they're going to be okay. And when they get to what I call the other side of the dark tunnel, which takes about six to eight months after uh, the diagnosis of breast cancer, there's a remarkable uh, uh, change in mentality uh, that I've seen. People are, uh, have lost their despair. They've become hopeful. They recognize that they've gone through some pretty devastating treatments, and yet they feel whole and they feel hopeful. Uh, and that's, uh, that's very encouraging and exciting for a physician to see. And the team that I work with, we, we always look forward to those times when people start to smile again. It's an amazing time to to watch people go through um, that tunnel that you just described and come out at the other side. And and I don't I don't know what your thoughts are about this, but the folks that I know that go through this and experience this look at their lives and never really look at it in the same way again. Has that been your experience? Yes, it has definitely been my experience. I think people. By, the, by their experiences, no matter what kind of experiences we have in life, we're, we're destined to, to change our, our, our approach to living. But this is a sudden, unexpected thing that happens to most women. Uh, and uh, when they get, get through it, uh, they become more self-aware. And that self-awareness and the fact that they've beaten uh, the, the fear and also the physical uh, problems of the of the treatment it, it gives them that sense of self-awareness that I think uh, changes them forever mm. wow well we've got lots to talk about we are going to take a short break right here on the Dr. Pat show I've got an incredible guest today Dr. David Nathanson he's an award-winning breast surgical oncologist and the author of the new book Ordinary Miracles Learning from Breast Cancer Survivors and I'm telling you you have got an unbelievable opportunity to learn from them and learn how to change your life. We'll be right back with the Dr. Pat Show. Health Radio The Reconnections 2007 Mastery Conference in L.A. is a perfect way for anyone interested in the latest in healing. Hosted by international best-selling author Dr. Eric Pearl, August 2nd through the 5th, the conference features John Martini from The Secret and stars from What the Bleep, Dr. Emoto, Dr. Tiller, Lynn McTaggart, and many others. Call now and save $60 when you mention The Dr. Pat Show. Call 888-ERIC-PEARL or visit TheReconnection.com. That's 1-888-ERIC-PEARL or visit TheReconnection.com. Can a credit card be used for positive change? The Enlightenment Card has and is established with over 1,100 socially conscious reward partners. Whether your points are redeemed to support a charity, to further personal growth in a workshop, retreat, or yoga class, or if you've used points to buy organic products, now you can rest assured knowing your monies and reward points are going to support those companies who are working to make a difference in the world. Join the community at EnlightenmentCard.com. We are in a new age of discovery. In the past, science strived to understand physical matter. In the new age, science will strive to understand the energy that creates matter. In the past, all dietary supplements nourish the body. In the new age, dietary supplements will focus on the energy that creates your body. The future is here. Learn about our natural monatomic minerals from Harmonic Enterprises. Move with us to the new age. 
call us at 888-667-4300 or visit HarmonicEnterprises.com. After a long day that's going way too fast, there is a way to relax, warm up, detoxify, and have pain relief. It's called an infrared sauna. You sit in a warm box and gently absorb infrared heat that allows you to have a great low-temperature sweat. Afterwards, a quick shower, and you're ready for a good night's sleep. Sweating has many health benefits, such as stress reduction, immune system improvement, weight loss, and system detoxification. For more information, call Brian at 650-357-8944 or go to Bay Area Infrared. RedSauna.com. Health Radio Network is streaming online 24-7 at HealthRadioNetwork.com. MyBrothersKeeper.biz, an autism resource website that is reaching out every day to help families around the globe, providing guidance, motivation, and inspiration. Whether your connection to autism is through a child or student, join in on a journey into the wonderful world of autism. Autism affects about 1 out of 165 children, and awareness is lagging behind. So visit and help change the world, one child at a time, at mybrotherskeeper.biz. And listen to the interviews on The Dr. Pat Show. What does it take to feel young again? To be filled with vitality? To wake up feeling clear and refreshed? To live without allergies? More and more Americans are wondering if it's even possible. Founder of the Life Force Center in Los Angeles, Dr. Jeffrey McCombs, has been researching, developing, and refining a unique system that doctors and patients from around the world are saying offers them all of this and more. Visit LifeForcePlan.com or call 1-888-236-7000. Health Radio Network is streaming this show and other great health talk shows online 24 hours a day, seven days a week at healthradionetwork.com. And now back to the show. Welcome back, everyone. Welcome back to the Dr. Pat Show. I am so honored to have with me today incredible guest, Dr. David Nathanson, and I'm telling you, he's bringing a new conversation to the table around cancer, around breast cancer, and that conversation is around hope. His book, Ordinary Miracles, um, you know, is coming to us uh, as some, as actually a tool that we can use to help people, to support people, uh, to have hope. Hope in this transition. The book is uh, packed filled, packed filled with heartfelt stories of women coping with breast cancer. Ordinary miracles. I mean, these are stories that I don't know about you, but as a woman, these are the stories that I want to know about. And Dr. David uh, Nathanson is joining us today. We're talking about this. Thank you so much for writing this book, uh, Doctor. I mean, for me, it is incredible. It is a must read for people going through this. And I've got to ask. You uh, are there stories in the book that actually blew you away? Uh, stories that you may want to share with our listeners today? Well, many of the stories uh, blew me away. I do have the privilege when I uh, see patients in follow-up uh, with breast cancer to uh, share their stories because they want to talk about lots of things, uh, and so that's most people who come back as patients. Uh, but when I asked uh, folks to write their stories down, I found that many were kind of reticent to do that. Uh, but those who did write stories, uh, there were some really amazing stories that we put in the book. Um, one, for example, is a is a whole chapter 
that is uh, by a woman whose name is Wendy Goldberg, and she is a nurse practitioner who for 25 years in our institution has been the go-to person for people with cancers of any type. She's been the person that, uh, that helps people cope with cancers. When she got her own cancer uh, and she came to me as a patient, uh, her story is, uh, is, is really in the book, is a chapter that I honestly read repeatedly because it really is so warm and helpful to me to recognize that even though I thought I knew her really well and she shared a lot of things, what she wrote there and how she interacted with the, the medical and the nursing and the social work staff and also with her family is a is an absolute glorious uh, chapter of uh, of heartfelt warmth. Uh, so that's a that's one very very delightful read. Uh, the other one that comes to mind is uh, a woman whose name is Sally Sawyer, whose whose uh, story is also in the book. She's a grandmother. Uh, she's a retired nurse. And uh, she also does a lot of acting and writes uh, children's stories. And she's very funny. And her, uh, her stories uh, are different to the experiences I had when I interacted with her personally because they, they, they yield the, the, uh, the, hy the hysteria that she felt. They, they tell us about her fears. But most importantly, how she coped through all of her treatments with humor. And I think that's very valuable. Um, and, of course, there are many other stories that we could go on talking about for hours. I think what you have been able to do in this book um, is capture the heart and the soul of courage for me. And I say that because when I, when I look at the journey of people that go through breast cancer, the first word that comes up for me is courage. And you have captured these stories in a way that every person that picks up the book and reads it can get it. And as part of this, did you know that you would be creating a book that had so much power in it? Well, you know what, what stimulated this book and has been around in my, in my imagination for a long time is just what you described because I felt that, that same sense from all of my patients over many years and I just knew that that was very important for others to know about. So that's what triggered the book in the first place, that, that, that immense courage that people find somewhere inside of them. I think all of us have it somewhere. Uh, but in a situation where where you're forced to uh, to to, uh, to consider all of the treatment options and then you actually go through them as these patients have, uh, then then that immense fortitude, that courage, that hope comes out. Well, I have to tell you that um, this is a book that uh, I know that we're supporting on this on the show in many, many ways. And the reason that this is so important is that hope right now in the world is such an important value, such an important aspect of the human condition and the spirit that we, that we all 
carry with us, but at the same time can be so vulnerable, in, especially in the face of something like breast cancer. What do you hope to happen with this book? I put this book together because we, we have a weekly uh, multidisciplinary breast cancer treatment mm-hmm. group, and patients who are newly diagnosed are invited to come and uh, partake of this. It takes about five hours, and it gives patients an opportunity for what we call one-stop shopping because they can meet medical oncologists and radiation oncologists and surgical oncologists, nurses, and also speak to volunteers from the American Cancer Society who themselves are uh, survivors of breast cancer. And I've watched over the years, of course, the important thing that we think uh, we're giving to those patients is all medical stuff and nursing stuff, and that's obviously important. But what to me was amazing was when people get together and they look around, it's like children going to a birthday party, it may be a little tentative initially, but as soon as they get to see other kids their age, they go off and play with them uh, outside or in, in another part of the house, and we all have experienced that as parents, but I saw this happening with my patients. They were very interested to, to talk to and hear the stories of other people who were like them. So this book really is uh, is, is for those people who, who can't come to our multidisciplinary clinic. I, I thought that would be valuable for patients newly diagnosed with the disease. Well, I want to I want to thank you. Uh, I can't thank you enough for taking time out of what I know is an extremely busy uh, schedule that you have. I mean, uh, you know. Beyond being an author of the book, you are changing the lives and helping so many people. As a matter of fact, I think over the years you have performed over 2,500 surgeries. Right. And so in addition to that, you have now taken the time about something that's so important to people and have sat down and really captured the hearts and soul of so many courageous people. What would be your personal message What's your personal message for women out there right now that are, as I said at the beginning of the show, they hear breast cancer and they automatically fear? Right. I I think my message is uh, you have to go with the fear because you can't uh, ignore it. You can't uh, avoid it. It happens. But keep keep thinking about positive that you're going to you're going to be okay and that you have lots of people that are going to be able to help you